Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions. It's where I buy my own ammo, great prices, you buy directly online, and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please click the link at the bottom of our site, straighthustling.com. takes you directly to Freedom Munitions and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show. Hey, this is Joe Bonsall with the Oak Ridge Boys, an author of the book On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys, and I'm proud to be on Straight Hustling today. Like a wildfire dancing in the night I can't contain what's burning inside It's too late, we're surrounded by flames I don't care, I don't want to be safe Ignite my desire Like a wildfire Alright, welcome back to Straight Hustling. This is Dick Darren from Money Mike. And Steve. We got a cool guest tonight. We got Joe Bonzel from the Oak Ridge Boys. Oh, yeah, and he's got his new book out. It's awesome. Yeah, On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. A lot of good stories over the years of all the things they've done and uh, a lot of bus stories. And Man, they, cool they've, been around, they've been around forever. That book's got to be packed full of all kinds of oh, just yeah. uh, cool stuff to see what it's like to be on the road. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stories about how they got together and things. So make sure you go get that book on Amazon, On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. So he's going to be calling in any second. Let's get Joe on the phone and see what's going on. What's up, Joe? Is this Dick? Hey, this is. Is this Joe? Yeah, it is, man. How you doing, Dick? All right, man. Good. Uh, good, Joe. Hey, this that's uh, Dick, and I also have uh, Stu with me. How's it going, Joe? Okay, great. Hi, Stu. Oh, man. Appreciate you calling, man. This is very cool. You're in uh, Orlando right now? I am in Orlando. It's pretty cool that we're, we, uh, we're, uh, you're in Orlando, and we live right down the road from each other, and... We get to talk to you when you get to Orlando. Well, you don't want to make it easy. No, no, no. You got to have something interesting in it. So, man, y'all got a show down there right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. We're playing here. Uh, we were here tonight, and and, uh, and we're here last night. So, uh, we're heading home tonight. All right, Joe. Like I said, I want to can't thank you enough for coming on our show. Straight hustling, man. Very cool. Uh, big fans of the Oak Ridge Boys, man. You guys been. I, I moved here to Tennessee when I was like uh, 15, and my mother then was like so into the Oak Ridge Boys, and we always saw the bus, and it was such a such a big deal. So now to be able to talk to you, and you guys are still out there touring, man, it's just super exciting. Well, thank you, man. We're very, very blessed, uh, guys. Uh, a lot of good things have been going on for us for a long, long time. We've been around a long, long time, as you know, and, uh, you know, you mentioned your mother loved the Oaks. I think one of the reasons we're still around, man, is we're like passed down from generation to generation you know we, when you look out there at our crowds you see grandma you see the kids you see grandkids you see young kids you see people in their 30s and 40s i mean it's like uh coming to see the Ridge boys seems to be a family affair man so it's a good place to be to be honest with you it kind of makes us a middle america group you know oh yeah 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 i remember the the Ridge boys and the statler brothers that was my mother she was always playing that nonstop. Yeah, well, you know, the Statlers uh, always did a great job, too. Man, they've been retired for 10 years. Ain't that crazy? Man, they're, they're coming back, maybe, you think? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think they're <laughs> going to record. I think they're planning on a recording uh, thing, and uh, I wish they would do that. I I think it'd be kind of cool to have some new Statler Brother music, to be honest with yeah. you. I wish, they'd, 
I wish they'd get off their butts and start doing something, man. They've been sitting there getting fat, everybody but Jimmy Fortune. Jimmy's still out there playing. In fact, Jimmy Fortune's opening for us at the Kentucky State Fair that later this month. Oh, nice. Cool, cool. Man, that's awesome. Well, man, I got your book that you sent me, On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys, and start reading that. Man, that's very cool. Some, some really cool pictures. Uh, I remember your uh, your big hair that you used to have. and Yeah. I once had big hair. <laughs> uh, we all did once. <laughs> but, you know, we're kind of lucky. I mean, you know, you look at the four of us now, and at our age, everybody's got hair. I mean, you know, we could easily not even have hair. Yeah, right. So I'm thrilled to have what white silver hair I got, man. I know, that's right. We're, I was going to see if you could clip some of uh, Williams off and send it to me. We could try to put it on eBay. Yeah, man, we might make some money for some worthy charity or something. Maybe yeah. someday we'll do that. Cut off a good third of his beard and auction it off. You, know? <laughs> you got to do it like they do uh, the Johnny Knoxville when they're not expecting it. Just walk up and clip some. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how he he, he would take that though. He's a big I guy. I think he'd be taking your life in your hands to try that. <laughs> I think the old Alabama boy would rear up. <laughs> yeah, you better ask him nicely. <laughs> yeah, very nicely. I mean, he's he's still a big boy. He may be uh, seventy five years old, but the guy's a bull elephant, man. <laughs> how old is that beard? Uh, he started growing it in nineteen eighty two, and he just never trimmed it or cut it. It got as long as it got and stayed there. Man, I know it's uh, it's a uh, very uh, recognizable. Uh, you know, everybody you see that and you're like instant. Uh, well, you know, it's like I say in the book. You know, everybody's going up and going, "Hey, man, ZZ Top," or "Hey, man, Duck Dynasty." Golden's beard's better than all those guys' beards. Yeah, right. He got that right. <laughs> He's got a better beard than all of them. You can look at them ZZ Top beards, man. They're ugly beards. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, the Duck Dynasty guys. I mean, they've got their thing going and all. But uh, in fact, in, as a side note, Bill has been uh, Golden has been made a honorary Robertson. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, that they uh, they did that when they were in Nashville a couple of years ago. We were down there hanging out with them, and uh, they made they took Golden on stage and made him an honorary member of the Robertson family, and he fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell the difference. It looked like he was raised there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, man, I was, I was man, you guys had a, such a long career, and it was interesting how the uh, to me I was looking through your book and how I never knew you know the whole story of the Oakridge Boys. I didn't know there was the Oakridge Boys before you four. Oh, my gosh, yes. In fact, uh, the Oak Ridge Boys have been around actually since World War II is when the original Oak Ridge Quartet began to sing. I, I tell that story in the book. It's been told before. I tried to put a few new spins on it in uh, in the book, and I think I did. But uh, the book's not as much a history book as it is a book about the group that is now and how we've done what we've done and how we do what we do. But I, of course, have to touch on the incredible long history of the group that started in World War II. In fact, William Lee Golden, talking about Golden, he joined the group in 1965, and uh, he's been here 50 years, man. Man, that's And uh, Dwayne Allen man. joined in 1940, I'm sorry, 1966. He's been here 49 years. Richard Sturbin, the bass singer, joined in 73, uh, 72, right, I'm sorry, October 72. I joined October 73. So I'll celebrate 42 years with the group this October. But technically, we've been together for 42 years, man, and... Uh, it's been a great story. It's been a great ride and a great run. I, I, I really tried to capture the essence of this group in the book. I really did. And, and I think I succeeded. A lot of people seem to really be enjoying On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. I, they're really yeah. enjoying the stories and the laughs. And the and actually, the book's probably a little more spiritual than some people might think it would be. And uh, I tried to cover every single base I could and, and take you on a journey with the Oak Ridge Boys. That's what the book's all about. Yeah, man, it's awesome. It's amazing that... You have that many years, like you were saying, 40 and, and William, 50, just that many years 
a couple things all together. You usually you don't see bands, that many bands that stick together that long. And also being able to do what you love for so long, man, that's amazing. Very few It people. is an amazing blessing, guys. I mean, it really is. I mean, you got to realize I joined the Oak Ridge Boys in 1973. I was 25 years old. And I am now 67, and I'm still one of the Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah. And we're still playing 150 dates a year. We're still making new music. Good <laughs> oh, things man. are still going on, like, for instance, the Country Music Hall of Fame this year. Uh, the new book, On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys, the new album, Rock of Ages, Hymns. What a cool year with the Hall of Fame and the book and everything else to pay tribute to our gospel roots in a new CD called Rock of Ages. Yeah. I mean, it's just a very cool year this year for all of us and uh, a pivotal year again, I think. And to still be doing it at this level uh, all these many years is an incredible blessing. And we do take time to give God the honor, the praise, and the glory. If not for him, we'd just be a tinkling cymbal out here and... uh I'm really thankful how the Lord has blessed us with the good health and the voices and everything else to be doing what we do at this level. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, man. It's, it's, you keep your faith in there, and you guys are a testament to that. Like, what good things happen when you stay in there and really, you know, and uh, give all the blessings to the Lord and stuff. And, man, it's amazing. Well, it is. It really is. And, uh, you know, I don't think we could do it without him, and uh, we certainly wouldn't want to even try. I can't even get a few years doing what I love, so I'm got to change the way I'm doing things, maybe. And I can't sing, so. <laughs> well, you know, everybody does what they do, man. I mean, you know, it's a different pathways for different people. That's what that's what life's all about. And uh, finding your pathway and finding the right thing and finding your thing is, 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 is very hard and difficult for a lot of people. And I, I feel so blessed that I knew I wanted to sing when I was a young kid. And, uh, and my pathway has been guided in a good direction. And I have, I mean, I had to make a living at it till I was in my thirties, but that's okay. I still enjoyed the singing, you know, all the way through yeah. my twenties. I starved to death, man. People yeah. wondering, Hey man, when are you going to get a real job? <laughs> my parents wondered, you know, I mean, all this singing is cool and all, but holy cow, man, you got bills to pay, but it all worked out and God blessed me for it. And, uh, perseverance and being willing and sacrificing works out. And, uh, you know, the Oak Ridge boys are testament to that. Yeah. Right. Man, I saw your one. Was that the first tour bus you were on? Was named Chocolate? Well, it wasn't our first one, but uh, we did run a bus called Chocolate for a lot of years. And uh, it was us and the band and what little crew we had all traveled on one bus. I have a chapter in the book called The Bus. In fact, uh, and there's a lot of funny, funny stories about the Oak Ridge Boys and our bus oh, travels yeah, I over can the imagine. years. I try to take people on the bus with us so they, everybody wonders about the bus all the time. You know, golly, what goes on on there? What's the bus like? And, uh, because we're kind of bus babies, you know, so we're road dogs, old bus guys, and it's kind of fun to write about the bus. In fact, I tried to write all the chapters in the book that way, the songs, the show, the Christmas show, uh, you know, the tour, um, the bus, the ORB doctrine. I, I take people on this ride constantly with the group in the book where they can kind of just be with us and see how it is, how we do what we do. Yeah, man. So who gets to name the buses? Is that a joint thing? I don't even think we've got names for the buses anymore, but we used to. Oh, we got to come up with something for it. Key, key I don't buses. know. Our big black bus has been called Black Beauty a few times. <laughs> I don't know if that's, if we, you know, we did not like the old days with chocolate, man. Chocolate. And then for a while we had chocolate, chocolate chip, chocolate shake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we had a big green bus that didn't fit with those three at all. We called Kermit. <laughs> Kermit burned to the ground one day. I don't think I even told that story. In the oh, wow. Burning down. You guys weren't on it when it caught fire. No, thankfully nobody was on it. It was a crew bus. I did talk a little bit about a bus we had once we called the Woolly Worm. It was like a, a two buses in one with like an accordion middle. 
and and the one part of the bus would turn the corner while before the other part of the bus did. Like the guy sitting in the back of the bus could see the guys in the front bus turn the corner before they turned the corner. It was like one of them uh, double buses. Yeah, it was a goofy bus, man. And, t- and trying to find a parking spot was near impossible for it. But we didn't have the woolly worm long, but but for a while there, boy, it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Man, that sounds crazy. I wish you can steer it and see the guy behind you. So um, I hear you got a farm now there. So how, how do you... What do you do? How do you keep it all that going, man? Touring and keeping a farm up? And- oh, you got to work at it. You got to work at it. I work at it. I love my farm. I've got about 350 acres up in Macon County, Tennessee, on the Tennessee-Kentucky line. And uh, I'll tell you one thing. If there's ever money in weeds, I'm a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a mowing crew out there. Maybe yeah, we'll come mow your yard. There's a lot of mowing and weed eating out there. I did this <laughs> week. I, I kind of keep the place looking good. And then all the big fields. Some of the local farmers help me with the big fields. They cut them, take the hay. Oh, yeah, cool. And I got a couple of big fields that are more like on a hill where they won't cut because I've got a four-wheel drive John Deere, and they don't, and I'll push hot those. But it's a lot of work out there, but I love the it's place, fun, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's way, way out there. Nearest house to my front porch at the farm is three and a half miles away. Okay, cool. Wow. So, man, you can go out there, sit in the porch, play banjo. The coyotes don't mind. <laughs> it's kind of like it is where we have our studio here, man. We're all down in this valley all alone. You can do anything down here. It's awesome. You get down I know. Here, I love it. I love peaceful. it. I love the quietness. I love the the nature. I I just uh, I just love that. I think uh, we've had that farm 17 years now, my wife and I, and I think it's one of the greatest uh, little things I've ever done in my life is, is by that farm. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice respite from you know the constant singing and touring and being around everybody all the time. All of a sudden, boom! I go out there and you're by yourself. I mean, I love it. Yeah. You do much. Uh, you do much uh, shooting or anything? I do a lot of shooting. I'm not a hunter. I don't. I don't really kill anything, but. Uh, uh, I do love guns, and I do do a lot of shooting out there. Yeah, I've got tons of guns. Yeah, we do we do some shooting out here. We don't hunt out here much, but uh, yeah. well, we don't hunt out here at all. But we do a lot. It's of like shooting. to me, a man can't have an, enough banjos or enough guns. <laughs> What's your favorite gun to shoot? I've got a um, uh, a Colt AR-15. I love to shoot that thing. Oh yeah, actually, I mean, it's just a monster gun, and. Uh, I do like that. And from a pistol standpoint, I, I have several that I, I really, really like. My favorite being actually a World War II 45 sidearm. Oh, yeah. Cool. And it's actually Army issue for that, that was at D-Day. Wow. And uh, it's a great story behind the gun. And I wrote it in a book called From My Perspective. I have a book out called From My Perspective. There's a thing in there called Gun Stories. It's a, there's a story of this gun in there. But i got to tell you, that gun is the most accurate. Uh, I mean, I've got a lot of modern, got a lot of guns with Glocks. I've got SIGs. I've got all kinds of nice pistols, but I got a great car, nine millimeter. I love my car, but this uh, this Army issue forty five. I don't know. There's something magical about it. I mean, you almost can't miss with it. <laughs> it, it like it fires itself. I think there's a spirit in it. Oh man, I'd like to check that out. It's got to be heavy. It it is not light, but yeah. but it's 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 like a big forty five. You know, semi automatic. Yeah. Army issue from World War Two. But boy, oh boy, I just love that gun. It just I love to clean it up and look at it, and it's got history, man. Oh man, say I don't even like to clean my guns. I like to love to shoot them, but I don't have anything that cool to look at to clean. <laughs> yeah, I know cleaning guns is a pain in the can, but it's a must. You got to do it. Yeah, and you got something like that though, it probably makes it worthwhile to sit there and shout. I also it. have an old M1 Garin, like oh, my daddy yeah. had in World War II. I, a guy got it for me down in New Orleans, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful gun. You know, that's that was the rifle that the you know, the Army guys used in World War Two. Yeah, man, I love them guns, man. I've had so a I have couple... a, It's a great M1, and uh, I fired it a couple of times, but i got to tell you, you got to be really careful with that magazine, putting that magazine in and out. It only shoots five at a time. 
But boy, you can lose a finger in there. Oh man, I'm that thing like snapped shut like you wouldn't believe it. I just wonder all them army guys over there got had fingers. I almost bought a couple of those, but never did. But man, they're fabulous, man. They were they were uh, some some tough guns. But they were, man. Guys would fall down out of a tree into a into a into the water and come up shooting it. It's crazy. I mean, like like you were saying, all these new modern guns, but those ones from World War II, still the springs are strong enough to snap your finger off and more accurate than the new ones. That says a lot a lot about American craftsmanship back in the day. Well, it sure does, Stu. It really does. That was an amazing era back then. I've studied World War II. In fact, I have a book out on World War II called G.I. Joe and Lily. And uh, i got to tell you, man, it's it's amazing what, what, what our guys did back then and what this country did back then. I mean, all of a sudden, man, we were producing just massive things, and, yeah. they, and they worked. They all worked, too. Yeah, there was a lot of patriotism and pride in the country, and, and uh, man, I don't know. It kind of seems like it's kind of going away anymore, but... Uh, well, we need a change. Yeah, we definitely need, we need a change. change. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't talk a lot of politics, but, I mean, I'm really tired of this administration and what it's done to this country. I'm, I'm very tired of it. I'm looking forward to something new and fresh and different and getting these people out of there. Yeah, yeah, Amen. yeah. I know that's right, man. Time to have some, uh, bring the pride back in the country, man. And I don't know, crazy. It reminds me very much of the late seventies with Jimmy Carter in office and the Iran situation and all that was going on back then. <clears throat> it's like, um, but I got to tell you, unlike that back then when Reagan kind of took over and brought pride back to the White House, it just seems like our country is so polarized right now. People that believe in that progressive, socialistic side of of government. <clears throat> Maybe it's because so many are on the dole. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're really split down the middle. It's a crazy country right now. It's uh, everybody's willing to argue anything on any any level. People are outraged over the over everything constantly. <laughs> uh, maybe it's social networking. I don't know. But <clears throat> I got to tell you, man, we just need to get back to God. Is what we need to do in this country. We need a little more Jesus. You got that right, man. <laughs> exactly right. That would solve all the problems. Oh man, I was going to tell you, I brought a. AR-15 up here with me today, man. We're going to shoot some of that, uh, what is it, Tannerite stuff? The You ever seen that stuff? Like some kind of stuff you mix together and it does a little explosion? No, no, no. I've heard of it. Never seen it, though. Oh, I've never done it. So I got uh, a buddy of mine gave me some the other day, so we're going to try that out. Some. That's a nice little supply of 223s. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, man, I need to get some more. We got, I'll uh, tell you what I like to get is that... Um, that that civilian, you know, like the, you know, the, the pretty much the AR-15 is a civilian M1, mm-hmm. and they got a civilian M4 out now. That Colts made. It's it's uh, very similar to you know what our Army guys are using now, the big M4 r- rifles that they use uh-huh. over there, and they got a civilian uh, version of that out right now, and it's it's, it's about a thousand bucks, which I thought was a little cheaper than I was expecting. Yeah, right. But if if you look around, get get a good deal on one, man. It might be kind of fun to have an M4. And the Colt. Yeah, oh, man. Makes it. for $1,000, that does seem pretty good for that. I thought so, and uh, maybe I need to do more investigating on that, and I hope I'm not giving you wrong information, but I know there's a civilian M4 rifle, and I know it's made by Colt. I think I've Go seen to Colt some. website and put it into a, yeah. in, the, in the search, and you'll see it come up. Is it a 223? Yeah, oh, okay. RSK 223s, yeah. Okay, man. I want to get uh, some 308. I don't have anything 308 right now. That'd be pretty fun, too, so... I gotta quit buying guns. My wife didn't like buying. She likes them. She like actually, my wife likes to shoot, but I get kind of carried away and start buying too many of them. Starts to. Hey, you know, I've I've tried to teach my wife to shoot. You know, I'm I've got a concealed carry, and I've studied and trained a lot of different things and live shooter trainings, different things. And um, my wife, she, I, I I've got guns around for her, 
to, you know, for protection, but, you know, she's not really a shooter. She just don't understand why they have to be so loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and my wife came out here last week, and uh, she had a lot more bullseyes than I did. So, Good, good. You got a good woman there, then. Keep her. <laughs> oh, she's going to start giving me some lessons. I started training her to shoot, and now she's out shooting me. So. Well, guys, I really enjoyed talking to you all this morning, and uh, I appreciate you talking about my book. Uh, the, the book has been a big thing in my life this year, and it's really doing well. A lot of people are reading it, and, I mean, to me, it ain't no fun writing this stuff if people don't read it. So, thankfully, uh, people are reading it, and if they go to, say, Amazon.com, put On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys in the search engine, it comes right up. On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys by Joseph S. Bonzel, 40 Years of Untold Stories. And um, you can get it in Kindle or on iBooks in the electronic version. And, of course, the book is available at Amazon. Very simple to get it. And I hope people I hope people that are listening to you will consider reading my book. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's an awesome book, man. I just started it. And, man, it, like I say, it's got a lot of cool stories. And uh, i got to ask you a couple things real quick. Who's the first – who's the loudest snorer on the bus? Uh, we're all pretty good, actually. <laughs> but I have to go with Golden. <laughs> he gets the snoring award not only on a bus but man if we're on an air flight somewhere man golden always snores on the plane <laughs> he's that guy on the plane snoring real loud that everybody looks at and goes oh my god yeah Stu too he, uh, he rips the oh what the house up <laughs> is there anybody right now that's out that uh uh some newer some younger musicians that are coming up that you've seen that you're like really impressed with anybody that really stands out my favorite by far is the zach brown band man all right, cool, yeah. I yeah. love the Zach Brown Band. That new album they've got out that just came out this year called Jekyll and Hyde is a masterpiece. It's one of the best albums ever. They're one of those acts that don't care. They're like the Oak Ridge Boys in our young days. It don't matter what's happening in country music. Let's not try to fit our music into the format. Let's give them our music and let it fall where it falls. Yeah, man. I like it. that integrity. And Zach Brown Band, man, their new album, if you pick up a copy, you are going to be blown away with how great it is. Man, I'm going to go check that out, man. Man, I can't thank you enough, man. I'd love to hook up sometime when you're in uh, Hendersonville and get a picture with you, man. That would be incredible. And, and man, like I said, super cool. Super excited to talk to you. And been looking every time we see your bus through the years. And I've been in Hendersonville 30 years. And every time I see your bus roll just, by or sitting on new just shackle. Just freaking recognizable, man. It's just like, wow. It's a blast from the past every time you see it. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, God bless you both, man. I'll see you somewhere. There you go. Thank you, Joe. All right, guys. Bye-bye. All right, that's the show. Joe Bonsall from the Oak Ridge Boys right here on Straight Hustling, coming to you from Orlando where they're out there doing a the show right now. They're getting ready to head back today. So, man, that was very cool. Had a lot of stuff to say about uh, the band going through the years, how they got started. Mike, we didn't ask him about your football team. I forgot about that. That'd been cool. Well, you know, Next fun. time, we got to bring that up. You're kind yeah. of starstruck. You didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, I said a lot today. Yeah, you know, it was... Uh, it was cool, man. You get Joe on here. Mike Clams, that was the first person I ever saw you clam up to. Didn't yeah, say man, much. I, I didn't know what to say, man. It, it, I was in awe, and uh, he's, he's been one of my favorites since I was little. They scared me when I was little, though, so uh, <laughs> I guess he scared me when I'm big. You know what I mean? I don't know what the hell's going on right That was here. good, though, man. He had a lot of cool stuff to say, man, a lot of good views of the way the country's going and stuff. So be sure to check out Joe's book. Go out there on Amazon get it. On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. Man, it's a yeah. very cool book. Check it out. Read it. And uh, leave some messages out there on Joe's Twitter about, about it after you read it. Yeah, Where exactly. can they find our website stuff? 
Nice. Y'all need to go to straighthustling.com. That's www.str, the number 8 com. Hey, and uh, like Joe's books, available on uh, iPod uh, book sales. We're on, uh, excuse me, iTunes book sales. We're on iTunes. So be sure when you're picking this book up that you pick up the Straight Hustling Straight Feeds to your phone. On iTunes. On iTunes. iBooks and iTunes iTunes podcast, yeah, and if you want to buy a shirt out there too, you can get uh, Money Mike Stu to autograph it for you. Yeah, Stu. I swear I won't wear it but once. <laughs> <laughs> go out there and buy some stuff. Uh, leave us some comments. We got a lot of cool people still coming. Oh, the yeah. Oak Ridge Boys, right here, man. You guys better uh, still riding high for all yeah. these years, man. So 150 you know. plus shows a year. Hey, that's, that's how you great, do it. Man. That's hustling. That's, awesome. know, man. That's, that's the definition of us one right there. Baby. See, we're probably doing 150 shows a year, but we ain't making no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's that kind of money, boy? I think, I think we're on a freaking uh, bigger schedule than that. Because we can do two or three a day, see? Yeah, man. Man, just think if you're doing uh, something you love for 40 years and making a living out of it. That's what I was like, man. That's I the can't. American dream, man. That's what everybody ought to do. This place would be a lot happier if everybody could do that, you know? But, you know. Some people are doing that. They oh, love sitting are. home, not doing anything. A lot of other people are. Off there. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, we're going to get out of here for uh, Mike to say something crazy. Yeah, so. you, know, you ain't hustling, you ain't living. Anything can come out of my mouth. We're out. in the night, I can't contain what's burning inside. It's too